Welcome, friend. Follow me. We're going somewhere dark, somewhere dangerous. Most people would never dare enter the place we are going. There's no telling what horrors we'll find, what terrors we'll uncover. Don't say I didn't warn you. We might discover terrible monsters lurking there. Be careful, they could follow you out. Or maybe they're already inside you. Are you afraid? Good. Now you are ready to enter the Warning Woods. The following recording includes audio readings of two diaries found in possession of Philip Oberst upon his arrest and the subsequent search of his compound. The physical copies are currently stored in evidence lockup. This audio recording is intended for use in court only and should not be distributed until all legal proceedings have come to an end. Evidence item number 46. A diary written by first name Blossom, last name none given. It reads as follows. August 21st, 7th year of waiting. Mother gave me a book for writing. I have to write about being Blossom. If you are Blossom reading this, hello. How are you? Are you scared? I am a little scared. They tell you being Blossom is the best thing, but it just means you will die. It means you will never get married or have a baby. August 30. How old are you, Blossom? I am nine. I was born before the waiting, but I do not remember. Father says it is good I do not remember that time. He says it was full of evil and people who wanted to hurt me. He says back then, evil teachers teached children lies. I am glad I did not get teached about lies, but I wish I got to know more kids like me. There are only three kids at the keep now. Two of them are boys. One of them is me. Me and two boys is not very fun. The boys talk about fighting all the time. I would like to fight, but they will not let me because I am Blossom. Father says Blossom cannot fight because Blossom must bloom. Blooming is when I die. December 13, seventh year of waiting. I keep forgetting I am supposed to write. Mother got mad at me. Sometimes I remember this book, but I do not know what to write. I am almost 11 years old now. When the eighth year begins, I will be 11. I have to be 13 to bloom. I wonder if it hurts to die. January 1, eighth year of waiting. I am 11 now, but I feel the same. Father gave a speech to the keep last night. He says this might be the last year of waiting. That means we will not have to hide in the desert anymore. We will be rescued. I wonder if that means I will never bloom. If we are rescued, I do not need to die, maybe. What will I do if I do not bloom? I have never thought about it. I do not know what adults do. They practice fighting if they are boys, but if we are rescued we will not need to fight. Girls have babies and take care of them. Will I have a baby? Kira is going to have a baby soon. She is 13. That is only two more years for me. I do not want a baby now, but maybe I will when I am 13 like Kira. March 28. Both of the boys love me. I told father. He says we need to save more people with daughters. He says the boys are sad because there is no wife for them yet. I cannot be a wife because I am Blossom. 
I asked Father why more people with daughters do not come to the desert. I asked him why they do not want to be rescued. He says the reason people do not bring daughters to the desert is they want to keep them from having babies. They treat girls like pets and make them wait until they are 18 or even older to have babies. 18! I will be dead way before I am 18. I cannot imagine waiting so long to have a baby. I do not want a baby now, but I am sure I would want one soon if I was not Blossom. June 16. Mother reminded me to write again. I have started to have bad thoughts. Father says bad thoughts happen to all of us. He calls them doubts. He says they are lies put in our brains by radio waves. He says the leaders of the lost people send doubts with radio waves. That is why they do not listen to our mission teams. Sometimes the lost people radio waves reach us, but we have to remember the truth. Too bad the lost people do not send reminders to write in journals with radio waves. Ha ha. Then mother would not get mad when she has to remind me. July 2 One of the boys told me he wishes I do not have to die. He has not been given his name yet. He said he will be going on a mission trip to the city soon. He will see many terrible things. I am Blossom, so I cannot go to the city. The city is a very dangerous place full of people like monsters because of radio waves. The boy told me he is scared because it will be his first time away from the desert. I understand why he is scared. We hear how evil and scary the lost world outside the desert is. He has to go even though he is scared. Father says people listen to people with kids better. If I was a boy, or if I was not Blossom, I would have to go too. I told the boy that maybe we will get rescued before he has to go to the city. He did not believe me. I do not really think it is true either. It sounds scary, but I wish I could see the city one time before I die. Maybe I will ask Father to let me. October 30 I think I am more scared of dying than I am scared of the city. Father says it will not hurt. Mother says it will be wonderful. But I am confused. When other people die, it makes people sad. Tara's first baby died, and everyone was so sad about it. How come when I die, it is supposed to be different? I guess because I am Blossom. I do not feel different. Being Blossom seems pretend. I guess that is radio waves giving me doubts. Today I thought about when Father told me about being Blossom. I was six. It was after the first blooming. Normally children are not allowed to see blooming. I asked Father why he let me see. He said it was because I was Blossom. He told me sometimes women get sick and cannot have more babies. This is bad because having babies is how they serve the purpose, like how boys learn to fight. We all have a job for the purpose. When a woman cannot have babies, she has to be fixed. She can be fixed with a blossom. It makes everyone happy because the woman can have more babies, but it is sad because the blossom has to die. Father let me watch the blooming when I was six because he wanted me to see it is good to be blossom. When the blossom dies, it does not hurt. He showed me. He told me mother was sick. He told me she has been sick ever since I was born. That is why I am blossom and I will die when I am 13. 13 is how old a blossom has to be to bloom. Blooming works. The woman I saw healed when I was six had three babies. One of them is normal. 
One of them died when she was very small. The last one is alive, but I think there is something wrong with him. I asked father why the child talks so funny, and he got angry. He said we should not question how the purpose uses different people. I hope the children mother has after my blooming are not like that child, though. I feel bad to write that, but it is true. November 1 The boy came back from Los Angeles today. Father says Los Angeles means Angel City in a lower language. He says this name is a joke because Los Angeles is full of devils and no angels. The boy said this is true. There are devils inside almost every person in Los Angeles. They stare at you with their mouth open. Sometimes they yell terrible things at you. It sounds scary. The boy said he got lost one night. He found somewhere without the scary open mouth people. He said there were lots of people who did not look at each other when they walked around. There were lots of lights. There were dancing sounds in the air. He said he could smell things he did not know, but they made him hungry. When his father found him, his father said that place was for tricking us. It is pretty and fun, but it makes you unhappy like a trick. His father said that place was where radio waves come from. That means the doubts are extra bad there. I want to see that place. All I know is the desert. I do not want to stay there. I have to be blossom so mother can have more children for the purpose. I just want to see what the place of doubts looks like. To me, it is so hard to imagine. November 28. When the next year comes, I will be 12. Thinking about that makes me scared. It is scary because when I am 13, I will die. December 30. Something bad happened today. I am thinking about telling father but I do not want to get Tara in trouble. Tara is the mother healed in the blooming I saw when I was six. Tara told me a lie today. She said blooming does not work. She called it a trick. She told me to run away before I bloom. She told me she would run away if she did not have children. She told me she could help me escape. I ran away from her. She was not thinking right. Maybe she is sick. I do not think I will tell father. I think she is sick. I bet she will get better. January 1, ninth year of waiting. In one year, I will bloom. I will be dead, unless we are rescued. January 16. The strange child of Terra burned down one of the houses today. It almost caught another house on fire. The child is being kept in a cage until he learns not to start fires. This made Terra sad. She cried loud for a long time. They took her away when she yelled at the boys. She said cages is what will happen to their children if they do not run away. February 7. Mother seems sad now. She is not sad like Tara. She is quiet. She will not talk to me very much. When I am with her, mother will not look at me. I think she is sad I am going to die. I told her not to be sad, because when I die, it will help her have more children. But this makes her more sad. I do not understand. February 10. I cannot stop thinking about the place the boy told me about. I want to smell those things he smelled, and see all the people walking. I want to see the big houses he told me about. He said they went up to the clouds. The boy also said there are cars everywhere you look. We have some in the desert. They are old and dirty. He says the cars in the city are shiny and quiet. 
I want to see other cars. Who makes the cars? It cannot be the open mouth people. I do not think so. The closer I get to blooming, I do not think I want to be blossom. I know that is bad. I should not fight the purpose. I have not seen Tara for a few days. I think it is because she fought the purpose. Maybe we will get rescued. But if we get rescued, I do not know if I will ever get to see Los Angeles. February 12. Tara is back. She would not talk to me or look at me like mother. When she came back, her face was bloody. Father says one of the wolves in the desert attacked her when she tried to run away. He told me the wolves get anyone who run away from the purpose. I am surprised he never told me about the wolves before. I am glad I was never gotten by one. I would not want to get hurt like Tara. When she moves, it looks like it hurts. March 3. A mission team brought back a wife for my friend the boy. It made me sad. I do not know why. The new girl looked sad too. I think I know why about that. She is from the city. Came with her mother who is an open mouth person. I am not allowed to talk to the new girl until she is cleaned. But I think she is sad because she misses the city. I think about the city a lot. I wonder about it a lot. I do not think I will ever get to see it. It is like a dream. March 9. Today the boy was supposed to get married to the new girl. They were going to be given names. I am Blossom, so I was her wedding maid. When the new girl was with me, she told me she did not want to marry the boy. She said she was too young to be married. I told her she is 13, and that is when girls are supposed to get married because they can have children for the purpose. She told me the purpose is not real. She told me father made up the purpose. I had to tell father the new girl was not cleaned. He cancelled the wedding. I have not seen the new girl for the rest of the day. I think they are cleaning her again so she can be a good wife for the boy. I am not allowed to talk to the boy anymore. I hope he is not sad. March 17. The boy and the new girl are married today. They are Glen Harper now. The boy is Glen now. The new girl is Harper. After the ceremony, Glenn Harper was given their own room in the house. They were told to get pregnant. The other boy watched me during the wedding. I think he wants to marry me. They will find a wife for him soon. I hope so. I will be dead in nine months. Maybe I will be dead before Glenn Harper has a baby. April 4. Father says a miracle happened. Harper's mother, the open-mouthed person, will have a baby. Father prayed with her many times in the meeting house to make this happen. April 18. Glenn Harper will have a baby. That makes two babies. After I die, mother can have a baby too and make three babies. If the mission team finds a wife for the other boy, maybe there will be four babies next year. Kira's baby is not really a baby anymore. He is one year old. Father has stopped talking about being rescued. I think we have to wait until all the babies are born. Now that there are so many, it might be a long time. I do not hope for rescue before I die anymore. April 21 Tara just left my room. She asked me if I want to run away. When I said no, she got scared. What should I do? July 3 I have a long story to write. It has been a long time since I have written. I am in the city now. It is so much bigger than I imagined. 
There are also so many people, and the open mouth people are very scary. I am very afraid of the men. I do not like the way they look at me and Tara and Harper. Tara came to my room many weeks ago and asked if I wanted to run away. She said father hurt her, and not the desert wolves. She said the desert wolves are a lie. She said the purpose is a lie. I yelled at her because she made me scared, but after she left I just felt confused. I found her the next day and asked where we would go. She said the city. She told me Harper wanted to run away. Tara told me Harper was why she was going to run even though she has children. She told me 13-year-olds are not supposed to get married or have babies. She told me father did not use prayer to put the baby in Harper's mother. She told me how father put the baby there. I do not think she was lying. She said father put a new baby in her too, when he hurt her. Tara stole a truck. I do not know how. She drove us in the night away into the city. I asked Harper how Glenn put the baby inside her, and she told me the same thing Tara said my father did. But Glenn did not hurt her. I am glad because I like Glenn. I do not like father now. Tara took us to a place with lots of men and women wearing uniforms and lots of equipment. They all had matching cars. Small shiny cars, like the ones Glenn told me about. Tara said the matching people's job was to help people. They told us where we could sleep and get some food. Tara told them she has a baby in her and Harper has a baby in her. They did not care about the babies. Tara says people in the rest of the world do not care about babies like us. We sleep on a tent road full of open mouth people. We have to take turns sleeping because some of the open mouth people want to hurt us. There are not many girls like us here. Tara says we need to be very careful. I am confused because I thought Tara was going to rescue us. I only feel afraid now. I thought the city was going to be fun and exciting, but it is scary. I do not want to die, but I do want to go home. Tara says there are too many people in the city. Tomorrow we will take the truck to another place with less people. Tara says we will get help there. She says people will help us because Harper is so young to be pregnant. July 4 Someone took all the wheels of our truck. We are stuck in the city. I am afraid to go home, but I do not want to be here. I cannot go home anyway. We cannot go anywhere. Tara is scared. That makes me scared. Also Harper is scared. The open mouth people watch us all the time. I think they want to hurt us more every day. July 28 I am home. A mission team found us. Tara ran, and Harper ran. I did not want to run. I let them take me home. Father was so angry. Mother was so sad. They thought they had lost their Blossom forever. I forgot I am Blossom. I forgot I will die in five months. August 21 No mission team has found Tara or Harper. I hope they are okay. Glenn is very sad. I asked mother if father is sad because Tara has his baby inside her. Mother said Tara did not have a baby inside her. She got angry. I think she was lying. November 17 I have not written because my life is so boring now. I am not allowed to do anything after I ran away. Father and mother do not want to lose their blossom. Maybe if Tara did not run away with father's baby, I would not have to die. If father had a baby with Tara, he would not need to have one with mother and I would not have to die. Tara ruined everything. 
I hate her. December 5. They have started to build a stage for my blooming. My job is to count the boards they cut. I am counting the wood I will die on. It is weird that it is happening so soon, but it feels pretend. Sometimes I think the rescue will still happen before I bloom. I do not feel like I am going to die. I do not feel like I am supposed to die. I want to learn what happened to Tara and Harper and their babies. I hope my mother's baby gets to play with their babies someday. They should all be together. December 21. This might be my last writing. Father says tonight I have to eat my last meal. He says blooming will be easier if I am tired from being hungry. He says it works more. I am more sad that I will not get to eat anymore than I am about dying. I have known my whole life that I would die at the beginning of the 10th year, when I am 13. But I did not know I would not get to eat. I should have eaten more. I will miss cookies. December 31 I barely move. I make me right. I feel dead. Stage built. Mother waiting. Mother pretty. Hope she make happy. Make baby. Goodbye. Evidence item number 47. A diary written by first name Courtney, last name Oberst. It reads as follows. AUG 22. A collection of notepads found its way home with the mission team. There was a convention or something. Thanks, smart dev information systems. I gave Blossom one to write in. As if I'll be able to get her to write anything. Anyway, the idea of recording the next few years in writing doesn't sound so bad to me. I stole one of the notebooks away from myself. Not sure how Philip will feel about me writing everything down yet. I think I'll try to keep it a secret until the end. He can always destroy it afterwards. Clear one, if you are reading this, I sincerely apologize. DEC 14 Well, I scolded Blossom after checking her journal and finding a pitiful few entries. I don't know why I lashed out. Maybe it's because I want to know what it's like for her. I couldn't imagine being Blossom. She's seen the blooming ceremony twice. She knows what it is and what's going to happen to her. I want to know, I guess, if she's doing okay. We are kept separate for the most part. She has her education to seek. I have my duties as wife to Philip and mother of the keep. The needs of the many often exceed the needs of Blossom. I shouldn't be so hard on her. Jan 1, New Year's, 8th year of the waiting. I can't say I saw that coming. Philip just told the entire keep that we might be rescued this year. I'm overjoyed to hear that, of course. I just wish he had told me before announcing it. After his speech, everyone was coming up and asking how the mother would prepare for rescue. What advice would I have? I didn't know how to answer and probably looked like a fool. I could have consulted with Philip about what instructions would most benefit the community if he had warned me. Sometimes I feel less like his partner and more like his servant. I shouldn't have written that. Jan 2 After what I wrote last night, I guess Philip will be pretty angry if he finds this. I might as well be completely honest about everything. I want the truth written down somewhere just in case. I don't know. The truth is, Blossom is not really Philip and I's daughter. That's why I don't feel a particularly strong connection to her. At least I hope that's all it is. 
I can't have kids, period. And we didn't know until after we were married and Philip's small group of disciples had already grown into the first generation of the keep. At that point, it's not like the clear one could admit he picked a barren wife. Not when a key part of his message was the importance of birthing new generations of followers for the purpose. On a mission trip to LA, Philip met a homeless woman. A real head case, he said. He told her about our community and its awful disparity between the sexes. He told her there would be a home for her, but that she would be expected to quit abusing drugs, to marry, all the usual stuff. She told him she already had a daughter, a three-month-old girl named Lacey. So sad. Philip and I announced that I was pregnant right after he got back. He hid me away, telling the community I needed rest for the baby's sake. Really, it was just to hide my flat belly. Eight months later, Philip went back to LA on his own. He returned late and hurried inside with baby Lacey in his backpack. Her mother hadn't wanted to come with because she couldn't give up her drugs. Philip paid her $700 for Lacey. We shaved Lacey's head and didn't let anyone get too close to her. She was very small for her age, an unfortunate sign of horrendous malnourishment, but it allowed us to pass her off as a newborn. We renamed her, actually Philip renamed her, Blossom, because he had a greater plan. One that horrified me then and still makes me uncomfortable. His plan made me question his wisdom for the first time, but that is a story for another day. July 9. I see it has been seven months since I rode in here. I could swear it was only a few weeks ago. This year feels like it's disappearing like a rug getting pulled out from my feet. I see the last time I wrote I unveiled how we got Blossom. Sweet child. She seems less scared than she used to, probably because Philip's still going on about how we could be rescued this year. I do hope he's right. Unfortunately, Blossom being less afraid means she's acting out more. She's been bragging that the boys are both in love with her, almost like she's threatening to run away with one or both of them. All will be well, though. Philip has started looking for wives for the two boys. They're almost old enough. That will keep them away from our Blossom. July 10. I'm back to write about Philip's plan and why he named our daughter Blossom. See, right now we're just a handful of converts living in the desert serving the purpose, but that will change in a generation or two, partially thanks to our Blossoms. Philip and I's Blossom was the first named, but not the first to bloom. Shortly after we announced her birth, Philip unveiled the blooming ritual divined to him through prayer. I must say, revealing it was a true stress test of our beliefs. Even I thought about running away after he explained it to me. We expected at least a few in the keep to run after he shared it, but no one did. Not at first. A blooming is a transition of power, if you will. A wife who can no longer bear children is rejuvenated with the energy of a young, fertile girl called a Blossom. Philip named our own daughter Blossom so people would be more willing to accept this new practice. The daughters of two women who had complications during birth that disqualified them from having more children were given the name Blossom as well. The first Blossom was sacrificed in a public ceremony five years ago now. It was hard to watch, but the results have been phenomenal. The refreshed wife, a woman named Tara, announced her first pregnancy not a month later. Her first child was, sadly, stillborn. It was a blow to the community for many reasons, but ten months later, she gave birth to a healthy child. She had a third later on, but he bore many mental and physical defects, which prompted Philip to announce the blooming was good for two children, no more. 
We had another blooming six months ago. The rejuvenated woman, Kira, will give birth soon. NOV-1 The mission team that returned today reported almost losing one of the boys in the city. I have always questioned the wisdom of sending children with the mission teams. I raised this point with Philip for maybe the tenth time, and he called me a doubter. I think this was meant to shock me back into line, but it only made me think, maybe I am a doubter. I'm supposed to be this wise, pure mother, but how can that be when I question my husband's divine wisdom? Wasn't it his divine wisdom which led him to me, a barren woman who required him to purchase a baby off the street? And that baby, Blossom, her energy is certainly not clear or pure. Yet she is supposed to revive and continue me. How? Well, if I wasn't scared of Philip finding this journal before, I am now. Speaking of doubters, that woman, Tara, the first to bloom, has reportedly said a few things that make me think she's reconsidering our way of life. Unlike me having a few small disagreements with my husband, I think Tara is doubting the purpose as a whole. Part of me sympathizes with her. It must be hard to stay focused on the purpose when you have a child like hers, the tainted one. He is always causing trouble. And her husband left the keep right after the tainted child was born. He did not give a reason, but it was pretty clear why. Jan 1, New Year's, Ninth Year of the Waiting Philip just gave the most rousing sermon of his entire life. Ah, it feels so good to have my parasitic doubts cast away. I almost can't believe I questioned my husband, the clear one, even for a second. He explained how the purpose is a fluid thing, changing and shifting the way people change and shift. After all, aren't we small parts of the purpose? That's why we weren't rescued last year. We became disaligned from the purpose. This year, we will all strive to stay on track. If we are able to align ourselves once more, this year we will be rescued. Jan 16 Already I am doubting if we will be rescued this year. Tara's tainted child burned down the East House. We had to lock him up, and he's going to have to stay that way until he gains the capacity for right and wrong. A normal child his age would know, but his mind is still that of a baby. Unfortunately, we seem to have stoked Tara's rebellious fire. I'm worried about her. Philip told me he has a plan to bring her back to heal. I couldn't get him to say anything more. Jan 21 Philip has removed Tara from the community. He has her sequestered in the meeting house, in a room away from her tainted child. He's been praying with her frequently, trying to bring her back into alignment. I think he hopes we can still get rescued this year. Honestly, I think he wants to be rescued so badly so Blossom never has to bloom. I'm wondering if now that the time is so near, he regrets bringing blooming into our customs. I'm going to try to convince him Tara's current state and tainted child are evidence blooming should be eliminated. MAR 17 After a small hiccup last week, we had a wedding today. Glenn Harper were joined together and are, as I write this, engaged in creating a beautiful child. In a year fraught with upsets and delays, it is nice to have this small ray of light. July 29 Ha! Opening this, I see my last entry was so cute and hopeful. Adorable. Me back then had no idea my very own Blossom would vanish along with Harper and Tara. The purpose brought our Blossom back to us, but Tara and Harper are lost along with their unborn children. We will likely never see them again. It may be for the best. 
Philip told me Tara had gotten pregnant again despite his orders for her not to. She was going to continue being a problem for us. She probably would have birthed another tainted son to terrorize the keep and drive us further out of alignment. Harper is an enormous loss, though. Poor Glenn. He lost his wife and his child. I tried to write about all of this over the past few weeks, but couldn't bring myself to do it. I was so afraid for Blossom. I thought something awful might have happened. I can only write now because I have her back and know she's safe. What a miracle. I will work on Blossom. I need to clear her mind of any ideas she picked up in the city. She needs to be pure before she blooms. I hadn't felt much of a connection before, but over the past month, I learned I love her more than I thought possible. I can't believe how scared I was for her. DEC 31 I am just now realizing I thought this day would never come. After the obvious failures with Tara, our first blossom, I thought maybe Philip would put an end to blooming, but no. He's been different ever since Blossom ran away. I'm not sure if it was almost losing her that changed him, or if it was losing Tara and Harper. The stage is set and ready for tonight. In a few hours, I will go up there and lay down on one rug while Blossom lays on another beside me. Philip will stand between us and give his benediction. He'll be holding the needle that will separate my soul from my body so that it can enter Blossom's. I hope it won't hurt. I am more afraid of that needle than I thought I would be. I will take over Blossom's youthful form and be born anew. Blossom will be gone, pushed onward toward the purpose. Do I believe that? After I wrote it down, I realized I'm not sure. I've seen two bloomings before, so I shouldn't doubt. But yet I do. But I shouldn't. Philip would not lie to me about this. He loves me. He wouldn't kill me. But how can he kill Blossom? For the record, I was not on board with starving her for the last ten days. Philip said it was necessary, but I thought it was horrifically cruel. I have to stop doubting. If I am disaligned during the injection, I'm scared I won't be transferred to Blossom. I'm worried I might just... die. Really, truly die forever. And then what? I have to accept and believe that Philip knows what he is doing. I followed him this far. I can't give up now. I can't give up on him now. I hope Blossom is doing okay. I wish I was going to have a chance to say goodbye to her. She must be so scared, too. January 1, 11th year of waiting. First year as mother. I am reading mother's words. I did not know she had doubts like me. I thought she was perfect and I was bad. I am supposed to be mother now. I thought I was. But after I ate food, I knew I was still me. I was supposed to die. I am still here. I am still Blossom, but I am not. I bloomed so I am not Blossom anymore. I do not know who I am. Mother was not my mother. Father was not my father. My mother is an open-mouthed person in the city. Did I meet her when I was there? I am scared to tell father I am not mother. Maybe if I pretend and act like mother I will be just like her. I wish I could ask Tara. Tara is still gone. One time, Tara said she was going to tell everybody about the keep. She said she was going to make father stop what he was doing. I told her not to do that, but now I hope she will. I want to go back to the city and find her. I do not want to be father's wife. I am still Blossom. I am still a child. I thought I would be mother. Save me, Tara. Save me fast. 
you made it out. Congratulations. If you enjoyed the story, please rate and review this podcast wherever you like to listen. Reviews are the best way to support the podcast and help it grow. If you want more creepy content, follow me on Instagram at The Warning Woods. If you feel ready, meet me here next week for another journey into The Warning Woods. Thank you for listening.